amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. The Bible tells us that this age in which we live is going to end in a way that many may find surprising, others not so surprising, because they have a very real understanding of the teachings of Scripture. The Bible tells us that uh, this age will end with a great apostasy, that is, a standing off from from Jesus. And that's the literal uh, definition of the term apostasy as used by Paul uh, in the New Testament. It doesn't mean that individuals will physically uh, walk away from the visible church or the visible churches that they attend, but it does mean that they will stand off away from Bible doctrine, and particularly the doctrines that have to do with soteriology or salvation. These persons will stand off and away from Jesus because they don't want, uh, they will not receive the love of the truth. And so the Bible tells us that judgment, the judgment of God awaits such persons. They will not uh, submit to the will of God with regard to their lives. And that is that they must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in order to be saved. So the Bible tells us that, uh, furthermore, that this age is not going to end uh, with a great revival, that is, or a massive revival of people, people coming to into the church. No, on the contrary. The Bible tells us that this age will end with a, a people following humanism. So I'm going to be reading from 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. 2 Timothy Chapter 3, beginning at verse 1, which reads, quote, but mark, and, this, and this is the Apostle Paul. But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last day. People will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money, boastful, 
proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying his power. Then Paul ends by stating, have nothing to do with them, unquote. So uh, please note that Paul is talking about the conditions that will exist within the church, within the churches. He is talking about the attitudes of people who attend church and what their what their behavior will be like, what they will be doing. So he begins chapter three by stating that there will be terrible times in the last days or in the eschaton. So, uh, or demonic times, devilish times. So the devil knows what will happen at the end of this age. Because this age will end and then we believe that the tribulation will start. And so that seven-year period has to do with judgment. In the Old Testament, uh, it is called the time of Jacob's trouble. And if you want to read more about the tribulation period, you're going to need to read both the uh, book of Daniel and also the Revelation. And there are other uh, numerous Old Testament passages uh, that one would have to read as well, as well as uh, passages a significant amount of passages in the New Testament as well. So uh, there will be terrible times in the last days. Now, Paul did not write these words in order to frighten believers, but that believers uh, would be aware of what is happening. And so I would like for you to uh, really understand the the vast social engineering that is going on these days. And uh, it is incredible, especially out here where I live in California. Uh, Many things are going on. Uh, Homeless camps are everywhere. Uh, And people aren't getting the help they need. And uh, we are living in the midst of a tremendous public health crisis. And the politicians are saying very little about what is actually going on in California. But um, notice verse 2. People will be lovers of themselves. And here is the beginning of of sin, which began with the devil. His heart was lifted up with pride. And notice also that in the last days, people uh, will, will love themselves. And instead of the living Christ, the Bible tells us in John, in John three sixteen that 
uh, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Christ gave his life for mankind. And I want you to see, and so here we have the living contrast of what Christ has done, his selflessness, his selfless, selfless act of giving himself. Notice, people will be lovers of themselves. And they, and so what follows after this, uh, in verse 2, after Paul makes this statement, is there is a flow therefrom. Look what flows from self-love. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, lovers of money. Then he goes on, uh, boastful. Uh, Paul will also say that the, uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. The Bible does not teach that money is the root of all evil. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, this is what Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 6. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and hurtful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evils. This is First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money is the root or a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the, from the faith and pierced themselves with many grief. People, uh, the, Jesus himself said that uh, we cannot serve God and mammon. It is interesting the many uh, times Jesus spoke about money uh, and what a trap it can be for people. So please understand what the Bible is telling us here. After Paul says that people will be lovers of money, he writes they will be boastful, boastful of things that they do not possess, boastful of that or boastful of that they do not have. And yet, so the boasts are empty, without merit, and without uh, foundation. They'll be proud. The Bible tells us, that pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. So they would be abusive. And just notice the, the negative character traits that will be, uh, that will exist among individuals in the last days. And why? Well, you see people are going to be engaged in the flesh. They will follow the ways of the flesh. They uh, will perform the energia or the energy of the flesh in their lives. 
And so uh, these individuals are going to be happy. They're going to be very, very miserable. And their lives are going to be not, uh, unproductive spiritually. Uh, they're going to be disobedient to parents. That's self-explanatory. Ungrateful. Ungrateful. I see a lot of this uh, in the lives of people. And one can see it in their eyes, in their demeanor, in their actions. Where they speak, they're not thankful uh, for God's many blessings in their lives. And so this is, is very easy to spot. Then, uh, Paul, they are unholy. And then, verse 3, he Paul is there without love, without or without natural affection, without natural affection. Just think about this. He's talking about hearts that are callous. Hearts that are callous. They are unforgiving. And um, Stanford University, uh, I think it's still in existence, has the Forgiveness Project. Uh, check that out. It is very worthwhile. And you you will learn a lot about the importance of forgiveness and what forgiveness is how pivotal and vital it is in our lives. Slanderous, using slander uh, to ruin the, the, the character of others, slandering others. Slander is a very heinous and vicious sin uh, without self-control. And so this is another very important uh, characteristics that's found in those who are filled with the spirit uh, because the spirit provides self-control. This, these persons will have no uh, self-control. And so therefore they will be brutal, not lovers of the good. They will be treacherous, rash, and conceited. Just think about uh, what these lives will be like. Uh, lovers of pleasure rather than uh, pleasures should be plural rather than lovers of God. Having a form or more faith. Having an outward form of godliness but denying its power. So there, there's the form of godliness but the content is there. So they have form without content. Uh, and therefore their lives are ineffective spiritually. And so Paul writes, have nothing to do with them. Uh, stand off from these individuals because they will do nothing but pollute and contaminate your life. So if you get an opportunity, please read this passage. It will be very, will be very important for you to read, and it will be, very, uh, it will be worth your while. And think very carefully and seriously about what Paul has written for us. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.